Welcome to the official podcast for Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization. I'm Beth, a.k.a. Triumvir Clio. Welcome back. I'm still enjoying this reread of the Odyssey, and I hope you're enjoying it too, whether it's the first time or the 15th time you've read it. When we left Odysseus, he was sleeping under some leaves, but that's not where the story picks back up in Book 5, or not exactly. The poet reminds us that he's sleeping in the first few lines, but then we leave him and follow Athena to the land of the Phaeacians. We get a bit of their backstory, how they once lived near the Kiklopes, but the Kiklopes kept pillaging, so the Phaeacians, under the rule of Nausithoas, migrated to Scaria, and that's where they live now. But that was long ago. Alkinoas is king now, and he has a daughter named Nausicaa. Um, she too is asleep right now because it's night, um, but it is uh, she to whom Athena goes. Athena takes the form of one of Nausicaa's friends and goes to her bedside where she berates her for not having enough clean clothes and suggests that maybe tomorrow should be laundry day, and then she leaves. In the morning, Nausicaa wakes up and thinks that maybe it should be laundry day. She tells her dad, and he gives her a wagon and a team of mules to take all of the laundry to the shore. And she and her maids do just that. And it's quite the party. Yeah, they do the laundry, but they also dance and sing and turn it all into a game. And once the laundry is done, they go skinny dipping and bathe in the surf. And then they play catch or baseball or some sort of ball throwing sport while they wait for the clothes to dry. Whatever game it is, Nausicaa makes a bad throw and the ball lands in the stream. And the girls make so much noise that it wakes Odysseus. He jumps up and grabs an olive branch because he's still naked um, and all of the girls run away except for Nausicaa. Uh, Odysseus makes sure not to come too close because again he's naked. Um, he flatters her likening her to Artemis. Um, he gives a brief history how he's been to Delos, how he still had men serving under him when he was there and how he's just spent 20 days sailing from Ojigia. He asks if maybe she could spare some rags that he could put on. Nausicaa tells him that Zeus sent him hardships that he must bear, but that he also can find refuge here on um, Scuria. She calls to her maids, telling them that there is nothing to fear from the stranger. They give him clothes and a bottle of oil so that he can bathe in the river. He asks for privacy, and they oblige. Athena helps, making him look younger and stronger and prettier when he is done with his bath. And the girls notice that he looks pretty good, um, so they give him food and drink. And Nausicaa folds the laundry and loads up the cart, and then she tells Odysseus that he should ride with her. Um, but then she thinks better of it, because, you know, people will talk if the princess drives into town with a strange man at her side. She changes her mind and tells him that he should walk with her maids until they get close to the town. There's a poplar grove near the walls. He should he should wait there and then, you know, give them some time to get home. And when he feels like, like they've had enough time, when it's like it's been long enough, he should go to the road and ask for directions to the palace of Elkinoas. Everyone knows where it is. I mean, even a child could give him directions. And then once he gets to the palace, he should go straight to her mother and ask for refuge. After giving these instructions, Nausicaa sets off. Odysseus says a short prayer to Athena and then follows, as instructed. And that is where the book ends.
short book. Honestly, I'd forgotten just how short book six is. Um, but I think one of the reasons is that it's setting us up for the rest of the story. Um, you'll note that chronologically, we are near the end of Odysseus's journey back to Ithaca. Um, but we also know that a whole bunch of stuff happened on the way, and we haven't heard about any of that yet. Um, we're getting there. We're getting to hearing about it, even though chronologically speaking, it's all already happened. Um, the Phaeacians are interesting. They clearly have a patriarchy. I mean, there's a king. Nausicaa is worried about her reputation. Um, but but this book is very gynocentric. Um, Nausicaa takes it upon herself to deal with the laundry. Now, yeah, you could say, oh, laundry's women's work. But she's not, It's it, she makes a decision and acts on it. Um, she drives the cart herself. Her father doesn't even suggest that any guards go with her. It's all maidens. Um, it's all girls taking the laundry out and doing the laundry, even though they've gone outside the walls of the city. They're someplace where, in in another story, girls may not be safe. Um, but there's no fear. Um, but, but so it's, it's clear that, um, I mean, so the Phaeacians came from a place of violence. They left, they, they, they came to Scaria as refugees, right? But they have then created a peaceful society for themselves where they no longer, um, fear, fear what what might what the outside might hold um it's particularly notable that Nausicaa tells Odysseus to seek out her mother when he gets to the palace she should have told him to go to her father but she doesn't normally a suppliant would seek out the king but Nausicaa clearly states that he should go to her mother to the queen so we know that there was something unique about the society in which Odysseus has found himself. And in the next book, we will see more of the Phaeacians and a little bit more of their society, which again is not quite, it's Greek, but not really. Um, so I discovered something. At the, at the end of every episode, I say that the link to the blog is in the show notes. Um, but I've just discovered that the hyperlink to the blog is not, in fact, showing up on every platform. I've been diligently making sure to put it in to to have a hyperlink um that you can click on that says you know here it takes you right to the page for the for this particular episode um but apparently at least on apple podcasts it it's not there uh so i am very sorry about that if you've been wanting to come and and share your thoughts and you haven't been able to i will be sure to start including a url that you can copy and paste um, of course, what I think you should do is just bookmark the homepage at triumvirclio.school.blog, but I, I apologize for that oversight. Um, I didn't realize that now when things transferred from Anchor to um, other podcatchers that it wasn't there. Um, 
but now now you will be able to join the discussion much more easily. So there may be a link to the blog in the show notes. And there definitely is the address for triumvirclio.school.blog so that you don't have to try to find a pen as you're listening and write that down, triumvirclio.school.blog. Um, and then you also don't have to try and figure out how to spell it. <laughs> On Monday, we will read Plautus's Baki Days. Talk to you then. You can join the discussion of this and everything covered in this podcast by following the link in my show notes. And if you're enjoying what you've heard so far, please consider supporting the show with a monthly donation of your choosing, just like public radio. And please also consider giving a five-star review on your podcatcher of choice so that more people can discover the fun that is Triumvir Clio's School of Classical Civilization.